This is the data privacy detective. Today we're going to talk, going to talk about perfume and privacy. Oh, I'm sort of kidding. What we're going to take is one of the great brands of the world, Sephora. My daughters have shopped there. I buy holiday gifts there. A wonderful retail chain. A very worldwide brand, well known. And data privacy and some trouble it got into with the state of California. And we're going to use that to talk about what's really happening with us and our privacy when we post something on a website. We want to buy something from a brand and we go on there and we join as community or we buy a product and we sign up and we start giving our information and just guess what happens to it. That's what we're going to talk about today. And with us again, as has been true a number of times, is, is my good friend and colleague, Hugo Nagashima. Hugo, thank you for joining us today. Talk about perfume and privacy. Thank you. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, Hugo, you're a, uh, an attorney in the Washington, D.C. office of Frost Brown Todd, a large U.S. law firm on the uh, tech and data service team. Tell us about what the Attorney General of California recently did with Sephora and the settlement that got entered into in August of 2022. Sure. Again, in August, uh, there was a uh, well, even before August, there was a complaint filed against Sephora for a certain CCPA, that's the California Consumer Privacy Act of uh, violations. And in the complaint, there was uh, three big main focus, main issues. One is Sephora, did, uh, there was an allegation that Sephora did not notify customers that Sephora sold customer personal information. Ah, so uh, the first claim is they weren't telling their users what they were doing with their data. That That's was the claim. Okay, what was the second? The second one is because of that, they uh, under the California law, they should have had something called the do not sell my personal information link, but Sephora's website did not, did not have it. And that was not in the privacy policy they used to have. And now we'll talk about this, but it, it ought to be there because of the settlement. That's okay. correct. And, what was, and, and the third one? That Sephora did not honor a consumer opt-out through this technology called global privacy control or GPC, and we're going to talk about that a bit. But let, And so what happened? There was a settlement. Did Sephora have to pay any money? They did. It was hefty. Uh, it was, uh, I, I believe, $1.2 million. And Sephora also had to enter into a compliance program. Okay, well, let's start with, you know, I went to the Sephora website. Uh, we're, we're recording this in late September, about a month after the settlement. And I looked for a button called Do Not Sell My Personal Information. I could not find one. And you, you helped me through this, but you have to go to the very bottom and you'll see something. You'll see the privacy policy down at the bottom. That's pretty common on websites. You know, I think people know maybe where to find it. This one's at the very bottom. And then there's a thing that says Do Not Sell My Personal Information, CA, standing for California. And then I, I clicked on that. And I, I still couldn't find a button. Instead, it talks about cookies. Then it, it seems to say, allow the sale of my information. It doesn't say do not sell. I still couldn't find that. And then you go there and there's one of these green turned on default uh, switches, which we've kind of gotten used to. And you have to turn that to the left. That's how it, you, you tell Sephora you don't, you don't want them to sell their personal information. So it's there, but that's how it's there. Did I get that right? That's right. The link says do not sell my information. But after that, it is yeah, even for me, um, it was first difficult to figure out what exactly I had to do in order to tell Sephora that uh, I, I did not want my 
information being sold. Sephora's response or how they want you to tell them is that basically turning off the analytics cookie. That that's their response. That's how they well, understand. Well, that's how they say. It. Right. And if they do that, they say they will not sell information. But what does sell mean? This is quite interesting because uh, uh, tell us about what what the debate was about that. So far as I understand, so we're not really selling information. We're we're sharing it with people who do things for us. And what's wrong with that? It helps us uh, and our customers. But w- what's the point of this one? The point of this is, well, the settlement was very helpful because. It gave us a idea of what the California regulators are thinking about the word sale. We knew before the settlement that uh, sale meant more than just uh, you know a financial transaction where you know you pay money for a certain service. So if you give certain data, you get some kind of you know money. We know it was broader than that. It, you know, it involves certain benefits that that were not monetary. Right? As I understand it, Sephora, like many many companies, uh, has an arrangement with Google Analytics, right? And in part, that's to help uh, you know place ads and do other things that benefit Sephora. You know, they want to, Sephora ads to appear if a if a person is shopping for perfume, for example, and then that that benefits Sephora. But that. Isn't an obvious sale, is it? But the AG was saying that's a sale because Sephora's providing uh, information to Google Analytics to make some money and they get a discount or whatever. Is that sort of how the sale has a very broad meaning, according to California? I think that's right. Just give a little bit more, more color. So there's two parts, which is one, you give the information so there's more targeted ads. You know, that's a benefit that Sephora gets. So any, like, any well, brand wants that. It's a way right. for them to market, right? Understood. And and the other aspect you mentioned is, you know, there may have been a discount for providing the data. Um, although I believe, you know, Google Analytics charges you a certain amount. But if for some reason, if the price is at $100, you know, I'm just taking, but it's, if you provide a certain amount of data, it goes down to $50. California AG said, well, that's a sale because you're getting that benefit from giving a lot of data. So, And our data is valuable. And the, the idea, and by the way, California, of course, has one, one, more than one act. The one we're dealing with, I think, is the California Consumer Privacy Act and this so-called CCPA. And, and right. now we have you know, you've got a number of C's and now you've got one with children and all different things. But but anyway, right. under the, the consumer part of what California law and regulation has been, this is about consumers. And obviously, that's what you're talking about when somebody is buying a brand or going on a website. OK. That's right. and, and so this has to do also, it's, it's intertwined with whether somebody who's, you know, wants to buy a a perfume uh, goes to Sephora and here it is. And they can join a community and they can post that, well, I'm allergic to this. And, you know, I just got out of the hospital and I had this problem. And they may not have known that that information that is going to Google, right? And that was part of the California Attorney General's issue with Sephora. That's right. The notice wasn't there. Uh, Sephora didn't tell its users that if they put something in there in your purchase list or wish list, or even like you mentioned, community, it might go to Google. And that was one of the issues. Now, if an individual wants to provide their data, knowing that, it's hard to say that there's something wrong there because we'd like to think as individuals, we own our data. (laughs) Whereas in fact, 
has a little different view of that if you're a business and you're trying to grow your... Okay. Well, let's talk a bit about the GPC. You mentioned sure. that very few people know about. So we're going to let them in on a secret. All you listeners, you're going to learn something here. Global Privacy Controls. Now, who wrote this? The United Nations? The GPC is more of a industry standard that you know companies would use a certain website that would recognize these signals that would be sent from a certain web browser if you set your privacy setting to say you know gpc's on you know i don't want my information you know i don't want analytics running on it and the california consumer privacy act has a section that the regulations would determine you know what kind of rules that you would have for the gpc and the regulations state that you have to honor it so this no government wrote this. This is an industry group, and nothing wrong with it. But it's industry saying, "Here's how we're going to compete with each other, and the, these ought to be the standards. You shouldn't cheat and do bad things, and we all should be able to compete somewhat fairly with technology." And so this is a way to respect privacy-oriented consumers. That is that right. the essence of it. Okay, fine. And now it's part of actually California law, adopting an industry-created standard for that purpose having to do with technology right. that ought to be where on everybody's website from small businesses to large or, or what does it mean right. to, the ex yeah. to the extent that the ccp applies uh it is part of the regulation so you would have to honor uh, a global privacy control gpc yeah. must be honored uh it's however it's been very difficult because a lot of the web browsers we use today uh, you know, we can't set it up to have a GPC. Um, and it's it's more of the minority web web browsers. Um, you know, Firefox, that, that's relatively major, or DuckDuckGo, those uh, privacy-oriented browsers really do uh, embrace GPCs, but you really don't see that much on the uh, Microsoft Edge side or uh, Chrome. At least that's how I'm seeing it. I haven't seen a control button, and you know maybe the audiences can point point it out to us. But I haven't been. And maybe see Google it. and Microsoft are thinking about right. this, really getting into an argument right. with the California Attorney General. We'll see. But it's really quite interesting. So this is a way that industry itself is 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 trying to be somewhat privacy centric, and so at least there's fair competition among at least major brands. A very interesting turn of events. What are the key takeaways here? It seems seems one of them is anybody uh, subject to, C, to CCPA, and that's a lot of companies, and, and more states are getting into the action, and maybe someday we'll have a federal privacy law, you know, who knows. Wouldn't it be right that just for reputational value, if nothing else, if you have a website, you, you really should tell your the people who visit and use your service or buy something from you how you're going to use their personal information. Isn't that a big takeaway from this? That is a big takeaway. And companies should revisit how they have their privacy policies written now that we have this case, because how sale was understood before and how we should understand it now is a bit different. Very broad. Sale, all and, ne and next year, as I understand it, uh, a different California law will really go beyond sale to sharing personal data. Right. So CPRA is it's sale or sharing. So it's going to get broader. So companies should be on a lookout to uh, revise and rethink about their privacy policies. That's so correct. really any business that wants any business, small or large, uh, that, that wants to really be viewed as privacy centric and serious about it, 
shouldn't get hung up on the sale definition, but think about if if we're going to let somebody have access to personal information of our customers and our, our community, we better tell them that we're doing that and give them a chance to say yes or no, right? Right. And then the GPC, very interesting. It really uh, is going to be some work, isn't it, for uh, computer tech people? It is. Uh, and we're already seeing it with uh, certain privacy vendors. The implementation of GPC is going to be a challenge for a lot of the company IT departments, but it will it will need to happen. And for individuals, you really have to decide, don't you? Even if you're shopping, you don't think of yourself as sharing your data when you shop. You're just trying to buy something. But if you're out there shopping on the web, the way uh, probably all of us do these days, you you are sharing some personal information. And I'm not talking about your credit card or how you pay for the thing. I'm talking about saying, you know, my I, I have acne and I need I need help, or you know, I have, I'm allergic to something, and, and suddenly it's even health information that's getting shared. And if you don't want that shared broadly, you better take action. And it isn't going to be that simple. It's not like you say, don't, you can't see our website until you click here, do not sell my information. Nobody's going to do that. So you're going to have to work a little bit if you're an individual who wants to safeguard your privacy and yet have the access to all the great things available in the world. Any other advice you'd give to individuals uh, uh, in light of what we learned from the Sephora case, Hugo? Right. So this really brings light to the, you know, the GPC aspect, which is people don't go out to click on do not sell my personal information. Maybe some people do, but most don't because they don't see themselves that way as a, uh, you know, a provider of personal information. So one way is to have a more secure privacy oriented web browser. Those are out there that have GPC signals. And those would have to be honored as we saw in this settlement. So that might be a solution for um, individuals who are more privacy oriented, and that might be the solution. Right, and of course, we've been talking largely about US consumers and California consumers, but with GDPR, maybe the whole idea of privacy by design where the default setting is, I really want to share my information. Then I've got to go do something about it. Maybe maybe we'll evolve there. Maybe we won't. We know there'll be a big pushback from industry. We'll see what happens. Well, Hugo, thank you for walking us through this very interesting case with real informative value for all of us. And I will close our session, as I always do, by reminding us, protecting your personal information begins with you. <laughs>